Jesus is a very unique personality. In Jesus, we find the human personality par excellence. By that I mean he's a true human being with all the potentials, with all the richness of faith fully manifested. You know that psychologists always tell us that the human person is ever evolving. And on account of that, many don't evolve completely. Some in their quest, in their quest to evolve, begin to suffer some deficiencies, maybe in their mental state or in their emotional state or psychological state. On account of that, they're not completely formed to its fullness. And that lacuna can actually affect the outcome of their life experiences. There are people that no matter what you say, once they make up their mind about something, they follow it. Even when you try to convince the person, this part is not good. He says it's true, but is that kind of you know, deficiency. There are people that they can never be happy except others tell them good things. No matter the good things around the person, that is not enough. You can't see himself or herself as an individual that should be happy with himself. He needs people to hide him or her. To tell him, hey, look at how you did. Wow, wow. Then that's when the person will come happy. It's a deficiency. There are people who are very critical. No matter what you say to the person, he will turn into a mental exercise. As long as his brain cannot you know, size it up. What you are saying does not hold water. There are people who are high, who are, their emotions have collapsed. Everything ends in with tears. Whatever happens in life must end with, they start crying. Even what should not bring tears to make them, they just start crying. Self pity have eaten their soul up. There are people who are aggressive. Their answer to everything is what? <laughs> everything is aggressiveness. Is it deficiency? There are people that they cannot manage the turbulence between their mental state and their emotional state. If you ever cause a vexation in their emotional state, their mental state is crashed. They can't treat again. They can't treat properly again. They become nervous. Because of what? The vexation that is in their emotional state. They can't drive. They can't come down the staircase. They can't go to the kitchen because something will definitely happen. But in Jesus, we see a perfect man. We see a man who developed 
who developed to the fullness of the manhood. He was not deficient in any area. And that's what he has come to help us also do. While he gives us his eternal life, he also wants us to be truly human and be developed to the fullness. He didn't just come to save your soul. He equally came to save your body. Paul will talk about the three protective grace of salvation, which is your spirit, your soul, and your body. We see the perfect, the perfect personality of Christ were displayed today in the gospel. A woman came and said, Oh, blessed is the womb that you bore. Why he was busy teaching and teaching and teaching? He said, Blessed is the womb that you bore and the breast that you suckle. Just imagine as I'm here now. How you say, Father Vincent? Oh, your parents are blessed to have happy. It's not human. It's not normal. It's a normal way of appreciating somebody. And as human, for us, it's normal. As a matter of fact, if you don't tell you that said sometimes you may feel bad. Instead of Jesus to be human in our own terms, in this realm, he changes. You say no. Woman, even though what you're saying is good for you people, but there's something higher which we should, we should aim for. What is it? Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and do it. He brought the attention to the proper place. I love Jesus so much. When you journey with him in the world and see the way he handles things, you will know the answer is not far. You can see his emphasis. These are things that I stumbled on many years ago that shook the foundation of my heart. Blessed is the one who hears the word of God. Rather, he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and what? Keep it. What are you keeping in your faith? What and what is that that you know now that you are keeping? It's not what you know that you keep. Amen? Amen. It is what you know that you can keep. Students, it's not what you know you write in exams. If you didn't read, if you didn't articulate, if you didn't assimilate, if you don't have it in your consciousness, they serve you paper. You will look up. You will look down. You will bite your biro. I remember those days when they would give some exams and then you don't know what to do. You don't know that and say, okay, I'm going there is nothing you can give. The word of God is a bunch of spiritual substance that you need to learn it. You need to learn it. Know it. Articulate it like a student. A disciple is a student. A disciple is a student. A student who knows what God has communicated. Every human being that crosses my path, I must deposit this consciousness in the person. Because I've seen what is in it. I've caught it in the mind of Jesus. It is the word of God that makes you a Christian. The degree of the word that you have received is what will make you, that will determine the density you command. 
It's very important. It's very important. What do you know? What are you keeping? They ask to give account of the word of God you have come to know and you can articulate and transmit what have you kept. Love of God, we need to put more pressure to articulate the word of God to keep it. There's a blessing in it. When I cited that blessing, I pursued it many years ago. And I'm still pursuing it. And I know I'm blessed, not because I'm holy by person, because I know myself before the Lord called me. I was a reprobate. I was a reprobate. I know where the Lord picked me from. He didn't call me from, I wasn't a holy boy when he called me. I was rugged. I was, I was something else. And he picked me and started dealing with me, started chiseling me. My father will tell you better. When he looks at me today, he says, is that my boy that he used to, he used to flog me? That's what I call Bastinado. If my father deals with you, finish. You will repent and be seeing your grandchildren in the future. Yes. And that grace picked me. And God began to show me the relevant things in the Christian journey. My son, go for my word. Know it. Study it. Chew it. I will do the rest for you. You are struggling with this vice. This vice cannot leave you. My word will treat your soul and this vice will be broken. You can't fight these forces. My word will empower you to fight these forces. Go for my word. Spend time with you. I will communicate to you there. I will strengthen you there. My son, you have a wrong mentality. Go and study my word. I want to transform your mentality and put my wisdom in you. It will take time. But continue. And I will continue to build in your mind. My son, the world is wicked. You need to be, you need to be strong in your spirit to face the barricades of the world. Eat my word. He will lead me to Ezekiel. I said, look how Ezekiel ate my word. And I made his face to be flint. I made his, 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 his forehead to be hard to face the prophet that time. Invest in the world. Stop running from pillar to post. Stop being churchious and religious without substance. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You know very well you have your faith. Your faith is not strong. And they are telling you that the way you can get that faith from is from the word of God. What are you doing with that? What are you doing? The more word you have, the more it crystallizes in your heart. Faith. And without faith, no one can see God. You can't experience Him in this journey of life. Faith is the conduit power. It's the power that connects you. Go for the word. I shared with them yesterday here. The church is entering the second level of the dark ages. The dark ages is the queen, the church lost her spirituality and darkness invaded the church and there was corruption and all kinds of decadence. The church is entering the second one. And this second one, the church will not survive it. And one of the things that happens in the dark ages is that the word of God disappeared. Faith disappeared. And Jesus said it to me, he said, if I come back, will I still find faith on it? Meaning that if faith is absent, it means the word of God was absent also. And if the word of God is absent, it means the glory of God was absent. Because what carries the glory of God is the word of God. We must go back to foundation. The Bible says foundations once destroyed. What can they just do? 
Even if you are just, you can do nothing. You may try to put your hands this way. You can do nothing. The word must take flesh and dwell among us. The word must take flesh. I must know the word. I must be ruled by the word. My life must be run by the word. The resources my life is hinging on is the resources of the world. I think the world. I speak the world. I wake up with the world. I'll be like David, who sings the word of God every day. That man was something else. He said, oh Lord, your word is a lamp unto my step and a light unto my path. He said, I prefer your word more than silver and gold. This is a man who has learned the word of God. No wonder he was so blessed. They say, oh Lord, your word has made me wiser than my enemies. They say, your word is a purifier. That is David for you. In the Old Testament, he was a man who hosted the word of God in his heart. And he start singing them. And he start bragging. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. How did he see the shadow of God from the world? The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Meaning I will not lack fresh and green at the pastures where he gives me repose. Near restful waters. He leads me to do what? To revive my drooping spirit. Many are carrying drooping spirit around. Their spirit is weak, but they don't know how to go to the waters. He anoints my head with oil. My cup of blessing overflows. Even though I pass through the valleys of the shadows of death, I fear no evil. How did he know? He saw it in the world. The Lord is my light and my help. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life, the pillar of my life. Before whom will I shame from? He said, when my enemies come against me to devour my flesh and drink my blood, it is they who stumbled. And fell. Was he praying to God? No. He was just celebrating the world. The man was blessed. Jesus said, The words I've spoken to you, they are what? They are spirits and they are life. How much of it have you articulated? You eat assorted fried meat, fried rice, a goosey soup. When I call an anna, you look at me on fire. Toasted bread. Yummy, yummy. All the yummy yummies. I mean, different types. Shawarma. Golima. All of them. We go for all those things. We know them. We prepare ourselves. We use our money. We go to market. We buy them. We prepare them. Likewise, you have to learn to spend money and go for the word of God. Spend energy. Father, if I read Bible, I don't understand. Eh? But you understand the food you eat. Take your time. Sit with it. Stay there. Know the stories. Be part of the story. Allow God to use it and transform you. He has finished with Moses. He has finished with Isaac. He has finished with uh, Abraham. He has finished with David. He has finished with Solomon. He has finished with Matthew. They have all gone. He says, what I say to you, I say to all. Go there. Remove those names. Put your name until your own time is over. Allow the world to govern your soul. Our mother Mary is a woman of the world. Let it be done to me. That's
that was our, that was our spirituality. St. Augustine said, Mary conceived Jesus first in the womb of her memory, meaning she knew the word of God first before she conceived Jesus in her womb. What passion do you have for the word? When was the last time you sat down to do Bible studies? No reading Bible. Which part and which part do you know? Strangers will come and be telling you things about your own Bible. Is it not something that should be abhorred? And ask a question about something about me. You don't even have a fair idea. He said, I don't know. They say, they, they say, they say. They say, no, no. It's disaster. The only light we have in this realm of life is the word of God. Even if you don't read the Bible, these daily readings, begin to study it. Get a notebook. If you go to office, do your, 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 your what do you call it? Your leisure. Study it, make notes out of it. What is God telling me in this scenario? Know the book, know the quotation, where it came from. Every day make a note of a two or three sentences from what you have read. Give it time. If nothing came, say, Lord, tell, speak to me. Then we say, oh Lord, you spoke to me once, but what? Twice have I heard you. The second one is the one that gives life. Many Christians are confused today because their heart is buried for the word of God. They fall in for elemental spirits. They get hooked up with anger. Get hooked up with lust. Get hooked up with ignorance. Get hooked up with all kinds of malice and bitterness. They get hooked up with all kinds of the animalistic tendencies because they lack the word. If you don't help yourself, grace cannot help you. That's why it's called perseverance. Very important. In the first ring, God said, Bring everybody to the valley of Jehoshaphat. Let me judge them. What is that valley for? That valley is the valley of indecision. Many are living their life without concrete decisions of the spirit. They make decisions in the physical realm for things of life, but ask them, What concrete decision have you taken with regards to your faith? Concrete decision that is shaking your life. You don't have any. They don't have him. David said what? There's something he said at the, uh, Psalm 23 at the end. And I shall dwell. Eh? Where? In the house of the Lord. For how long? Forever. That's a hot decision. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. That's a decision. What is your own decision? The Lord is speaking to us. Every day to stir us up in this dimension, we must yield to Him. As He comes again, may we make some decisions. Decisions that will take us to where we belong through Christ our Lord.